But these are the three minimal to bring together to to have a plan and to have a plan that people can commit to and have a plan that they understand and have a plan that they've got confidence in. And so the first thing is develop requirement scenarios. And that's really about setting the scene of the business process change, but also about listing all the requirements that you want to see in this process change and but writing them as scenarios. Welcome to Laugh Loan Lead Podcast Show Season 2. Simplify your systems to amplify your results. I am JC Jeanette Cremore. I interview amazing guests to hear their stories and we share practical advice to plan and implement your business projects. Hope you enjoy this episode. Hi listeners, how are we? Did you listen to last week's episode with Melanie Taylor? And how are you going on your 30-day challenge? To tell you the truth, I got to day five and then I missed a day. And so I've started all over again. (laughs) Um, Yeah, if you haven't listened to Mel's episode, I highly recommend you go back and listen because she shares her three tips on how to get the most energy out of your day. And it's something that I know works for me and hopefully it will work for you. Um, Today, you've got me and I'm going to be sharing some lessons about my own business and the the change that happened in my business recently about implementing a new process. And it was to do with the this podcast show because we're 12 months old. Yes. Happy birthday. And what we've done is pull together a workbook called Leveraging Insights. And that workbook is available to download um, from my website or um, the link in the show notes. And You would think that was something easy, and it is, but when it's the first time that you and your team have done something together like this, you can be faced with challenges. So when we talked about it, we were so excited, and we knew we could do it, you know, um, individually, we, we bring different skills to the team, but as a whole team, we didn't perform that great. We had a few mistakes. We didn't understand what one another was saying. And yet I work with clients all the time, helping them with their process changes or their project planning and implementation. And yet it's like what I say, a mechanic can have a broken car, a plumber can have a leaking tap. Well, JC didn't give attention to her own process change. And so today I'm going to share a few things with you that hopefully will help you think about when you are making process change in your own business, are you thinking about these three things, which is requirements, testing, and reviews. But first of all, before we get started, one of the things that I didn't do well was I didn't check in with my team about the level of experience. I assumed because One of my assistants is very good with systems um, and has used her systems over and over again. And we were moving to um, from an old CRM to a new one. I assumed everything 
was fine. I also had another assistant that understands my brand and understands how I communicate. And I also had a vision that was quite, I thought, simple, which says create a workbook, um, promote it on um, social media and share it with my um, database as a gift. I really want to celebrate the first birthday. And that was kind of it. And we gave ourselves two weeks to get um, the workbook designed, our systems migrated across and the content all prepared. But my team isn't full time. They are virtual assistants, um, very good in their field and love that we can work together. Um, without them, I wouldn't be able to do what I do. But what I didn't do for this project, my own business project, was I didn't take the time to check in about how we were going to work together to progress this process change. Um, and we didn't check in about, do we really understand what is and is not acceptable in terms of design and function of this business process change? And are we able to all commit to the plan, the dates, when things are going to be done by. Yes, we did have an initial um, think tank um, session, but myself, I was distracted and I was focused on my client work and not focused on my own teamwork. And as a consequence, we experienced some mistakes. We experienced some errors. Um, and we also experienced some anxiety and frustration and our emotions and so I want to share with you that if you are also a little bit like JC, that when she gets excited about something, she gives instruction to her team and then goes straight to the client work. Now, this isn't my normal, but something's happened. And so next Tuesday, we're going to we've put aside 90 minutes and the three of us are going to get on a call and we're going to work through, um, which is one of the three steps that I'm going to mention a little bit later is a post implementation review. And we're going to talk about what worked well and what needs our attention next time. Because I really believe that when we have process change, it is about learning and adapting. And I really believe progress over perfection because perfection is paralyzing and very much JC many years ago was a perfectionist, but I've moved on from that. But this experience this time has been a real lesson for me that I need to give my team attention. Even though my week was chaotic um, and I thought that I had given everyone my time and attention, it's obvious that I didn't. And so there is no blame. There is no fault. We just need to step back and reflect um, and learn about ourselves as a team and learn about um, how we would go about this next time. I hope that makes sense. So I want to jump into the three steps. And the three steps, um, no matter the size of your business process change, it can be uh, policy implementation. It could be we're changing um, our colors in our brand. It could be that we're introducing a new form. It could be that, like me, um, I was developing 
um, a workbook as a gift <laughs> um, for my clients and my podcast listeners. And yeah, so these three steps, no matter how big or small your process change is, um, these three steps must be done. And there's many, many more um, you know, tasks underneath, underneath these steps. But these are the three minimal to bring together to, to have a plan and to have a plan that people can commit to and have a plan that they understand and have a plan that they've got confidence in. And so the first thing is develop requirement scenarios. And that's really about setting the scene of the business process change, but also about listing all the requirements that you want to see in this process change, and, but writing them as scenarios. And the scenario might be when someone subscribes to download the workbook, they will receive an email. That email can be replied to and the, they should be able to reply to jc at jeanettecremel.com.au because I've asked for people to give me some feedback. I've asked them to share their success stories with me. So rather than saying they can just down a workbook, I should give the scenario of the full requirement experience. And some people would call that a user story. Um, some people would call that a functional and non-functional requirement. There's so many different terminologies, but for me, keep it simple. And that is to write a list of requirement scenarios, um, both from your perspective of the person who's providing the experience, but also from the client or the listener that's receiving the experience. What are the scenarios? What, what do they want to get out of this process? What, what do they want to um, experience? And the second step, after we've gone about creating all these, um, these process changes, so I'm not going to talk about how you go about how you go about it, because depending on the process change, there's many hundreds of uh, ways that I could talk through that. So I'm just saying develop the requirement scenarios and then you go off and do that work. But the next step when you come back from doing all the work is to test that you've developed the scenarios in a way that you're going to be able to gain acceptance. And that acceptance might be from me as the person that's wanting the process change. The acceptance might be from a client's perspective. So from a, um, a user, someone public, someone internally in your team. So have you tested those requirement scenarios? And the tests should actually be duplicated. So if you are trying to fill in a first name, an email and submit a button on a landing page, on a website landing page, test that. Don't assume that that function or feature works. Make sure that it works in accordance with the requirement scenario. Now, the tests always have to be done on multiple devices, on a desktop, on a tablet and also a mobile device. Because although suppliers will tell us that their systems will work in a certain way, we really should test it before we say that the process is ready. And an example of that is that on a desktop, the image and the text that you see might look all aligned. And as soon as you view it on a mobile device, the image might look great, but all the text is squashed up. 
And that is because it hasn't been what we call mobile responsive. And so always test your scenarios on all three devices. And also I highly recommend you try at least two browsers, um, Microsoft and Google. You know, they're typically the two. So some things, some features will work on Google really well. Sometimes they won't on Microsoft Edge. Um, sometimes they'll work great on Microsoft Edge and not so great on Google. So test to gain acceptance. And what you're doing is minimizing the risk or the issues that we can experience after this process is released and after we've made the changes. So we're making sure that we test things before we get everyone else using the process. So does it make sense? And not everything that you test, um, you, you're going to have time to rectify if there is a mistake or it has failed before you want to release the process, whatever that process change is. So sometimes those test results will say, oh, we'll fix that up next week. It's not that important. It might be a small cosmetic change. And what I mean by cosmetic change, it might be that we need to adjust a colour. Or it might be that um, we didn't add a, the correct image. And so next time we do it, we'll replace it with the right image. Or it might be that we had things um, justified in the paragraph and we wanted it centred. Um, the text centered. So they're what we call testing um, to gain acceptance. And sometimes it's okay to not have everything fixed um, before you let it go out to the public. And in, in, in my situation, you know, I released it out to um, my database and also um, on social media. And yeah, and there was a few things that weren't right, but that's okay. We can fix them. And I know that my team's already fixed them because they jumped on it, I think, quicker than me. Um, and the third step for every process change is, like I said, my team's doing one next Tuesday, is conduct a post-implementation review session. And this is about what worked well. So really celebrate your successes. Although we might have had a few disappointments of ourselves, and I know I was disappointed with some of my behaviours, and disappointed that I didn't dedicate enough time to this process change in planning it and following up. Um, it's not about beating yourself up or, or blaming the team or having a negative, you know, fault game. It's about what we did well and what needs attention next time. And what needs attention next time is that always what I call process improvement. It's kind of a, a mentality in a business that you have a continuous improvement mindset that by doing a post implementation review, one, you identify what needs attention next time, but also two, you can also identify opportunities for more improvement or opportunities for more change because you've actually had time to think about it in context of how we went about it and the results that we're experiencing. So, does that help? Um, process change and process improvement is a whole big um, education session around process mapping, around um, requirements definition. But this was just really a short, sharp behind the scenes with JC saying that, you know, I'm like everyone else, I'm not perfect um, and I do make mistakes. 
And I wanted to share my lessons with you that hopefully will help you sit back and go, ah, oh, okay, I need to check with my team first before we get started. Not only do I give them the vision, not only do I give them my expectations, um, I actually give them the environment that they can actually perform their best um, so we can all celebrate a great result. So until next week, um, hope you have uh, an awesome um, time doing something new. Hopefully this triggers you to have a change in a process and test out the three steps. Um, until then, bye. Thank you for listening. I would love for you to subscribe, tell others about the show and share with them the insights you gain to help you and your team. Until next time, keep smiling.